Hey guys, 8.07 p.m. 4-4-2016. It is Opal City Radio. My name is Mike Sanders and with me is Emily. Uh, Hey guys, what's up? Hi Emily, how are you? I'm doing fantastic. How are you? I'm doing great, but I only have one question for you. Oh, Actually, it's more of a statement. I didn't know know there would be a test. Well, there's only really one test, Emily. And it's to say goodnight to the Sandman. Oh! (laughs) And then, of course, I, I would shoot you if I was a poison elf, but I'm not a poison elf. Uh, we are going to be talking about poison elves. We are. Though. I can't believe uh, we're doing a podcast about poison elves. Oh, my God. It's so good. I love it so much. <laughs> um, we uh, th- This is a continuation of our fantasy meltdown. I don't even know if this is our last part. Um, I think this is going to be the last one for now. We've been melting down for, like, the last four years, so... yeah. Yeah, it's true. We have been there's there's been a lot of. Meltdown. I mean, there's still a lot more to talk, but you know what? We'll save it for uh, the sequel. Well, one one man and one woman cannot cover all of fantasy in a mere like five or six or ten or a billion weeks. <laughs> it's it's just so true. It's very so, true. Yes, and uh, so yeah, we are going to be talking about poison elves. I'm super excited. Um, because I haven't read it in a long time, uh, a million zillion years ago when the earth was still young, Yes. uh, Emily actually gave me all of what she had of poison elves. Yeah. I am still trying to remember why I did that. Yeah. I don't know why you did. I I think you were just leaving and you were like, I don't want to take this with me. So I was like, Yeah. I was wondering, yeah, if it was because I was moving Yes. And I was doing one of my weird, like, let me try to pretend that I'm going to get rid of things. <laughs> because, honestly, I can't even remember why I started reading this comic and why I had all those trades. It's just, yeah, I'm, they just materialized in my collection. Well, I mean, it, it, it was the 90s. You, you did read comics a lot it's more than I did in the 90s. Tr- I mean, but I didn't, like get them until like towards the end of the run though yeah i mean because this is like 2006 yeah maybe which was the last time that i clapped eyes on a poison elves comic (laughs) book to be honest so it's 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 uh yeah it's been a long time they actually still remain in my collection as as one of my favorites i would say oh wow yeah i mean i don't typically like a lot of black and white art Mm -hmm. um 
I, I, I like colors. I like pencils more than I like black and white ink. Huh. And I know, yeah, I know, it's weird to say, but I mean, so it's weird. like, you know, like, like for instance, uh, do you re- have you ever read Batman Black and White? I did. I love Batman Black and White. There were some yeah. really good stories in that. Yeah, absolutely. And I thought that was really cool. And I liked that it was kind of like a gray scale in, instead of just literally black and just literally white. Oh. Yeah. I mean, I didn't know you were such a, a color snob. Yeah. Well, it's not that I'm a color snob. It's that I, I'm, I'm a, like a, a gradient snob, I think, really, is, is where to put that. Oh, okay. But that's neither here nor there. No, I think how, this is this is 100%. How dare you distract me? <laughs> because now I'm mad, Emily. And when I get mad, people get hurt. Oh, okay. As you well know. Yes, I, I'm aware of your... Your terrible tantrums. Yes. So, okay. If you guys have never read Poison Elves before. Or never even is... heard of it, which is highly likely. Yeah, that that's true. There are not many people who know about Poison Elves. But here's the thing, and, and what you have to keep in mind. It was the 90s, and it was a weird time. So true. Very it's, true. It's a, it's like, on the surface... When you first look at Poison Elves, it's done by one guy. It's written and drawn by the same man, Drew Hayes. Yes, Mr. Hayes. Yes. Um, and on on first look, it seems really to be one of those, oh, it's just edgy, it's schlocky. Yeah. You yeah. know, it's it's just being being extreme because that's what the 90s are. But the more that you read the book... Mm-hmm. The more that you are surprised at how deep it goes. Yeah, I was, I mean, we kind of had this conversation a little bit in that as I was rereading this book. And I was, yeah. I was surprised by, I don't know, like the depth that it went to, some of the the emotional sensitivity it displayed. Yeah, yeah. Where I was like, I'm so surprised considering that this book is full of like, Tits and serial killers and ultraviolence. Uh, <laughs> yeah, it, it's true. And, and yet, yeah, it's just it's it's one of those things that that some indie comics just have. Mm-hmm. You know, like um, when we read uh, a lot of the chaos comics, yeah. a lot of those were just ultraviolent for ultraviolence's sake. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, they didn't really stand on their own. But as far as poison elves went. I mean, there's actual thought behind this comic, which again, like I, I had forgotten about. Um, I guess let's take a step back here for a second. Sure, sure. Um, Let's take a step back. I got to to set this up because, like I said, I mean, this was like a super underground cult comic. Yes. Um, like we said, written and drawn by Drew Hayes. Yeah. Uh, he self-published this originally, uh, like the first. 20 issues, I think, were self-published by him. Yeah. Mulehide graphics. They were, like, magazine size. Yeah, yeah. I mean... They were pretty small. It was just him doing his thing, and then it got picked up by Sirius Entertainment. Yes. Who, I guess their biggest claim is that they published the Dawn comics. Yeah, they did do that. (laughs) (laughs) Lol, lol, Yeah. Um, So, yeah, so he got, like, an actual contract with an actual publishing you know third-party publisher and that did his book um it was originally called i lucifer that is the name of his main character spelled l-u-s-i-p-h-u-r yeah 
So it's not the same thing no, before you ask. But there was confusion, so he changed the name to Poison Elves. Yes. And that helped with the sales, and it's like, all right. Um, now, unfortunately, Mr. Hayes died. Yeah, or, rest in peace, my brother. Rather unexpectedly back in 2007. So mm-hmm. the book ends on a cliffhanger. Yes. Um, like recently-ish, in the last couple of years, um, another publishing, like third-party publisher, tried to pick it back up. Uh-huh. And it was, you know, Drew Hayes's Poison Elves. Yeah. And I, that fell through. Ah, oh, that's a shame. So, I wonder, like, it, it makes me wonder, though, like, yeah. would it have been... Like, would it have been less for for the, the, the pickup, you know? Yeah, I who who knows? So One can only imagine. Yeah, so you have, you know, he published his 79 issues. And he did. He just, he was sick. And I think he had a heart attack. I don't know. Yeah. He always had really bad health from what I can, can glean. Well, he had apparently, I, I went on like a wiki dive at work. Mm-hmm. And uh, basically what happened was that he, like, he had, like, really bad problems with sleep apnea. Yeah, I knew that. I remember that. And there was some weird condition that he had that, like, the sleep apnea gave him a heart condition. Mm -hmm. And, like, there was, like, weird, like, fluid in his body and stuff like that. And that's why he died of complications via, you know, pneumonia, essentially. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, which is super sad. I mean, it's he was really really young he was only 37 yeah i mean that's super young um yeah but he left behind this great this unexpectedly great comic yeah it's like it it comes out of nowhere and and it's just like you know it really like when you when you read it and when like especially when it's just lucifer talking to himself which he does quite frequently yeah yeah it becomes so very personal yeah sometimes almost painful to read yeah it's you know it, when you take it into context yeah um so the the i guess the the, the gist behind yeah. this comic sure is it's essentially urban fantasy yeah i would agree with that with a medieval like dash you know what's interesting about about the setting is that he compared it to a mishmash of a fantasy world. Yes. But also kind of modernized like the Adam and the Ants video yes. for Stand and Deliver. Yes. So, which I've never seen and I, I'm probably going to watch it after uh, I think, uh, this What did he call podcast. it? It was like New Wave Medieval. Yes. <laughs> is what he called. So, you know, you have. It's a good term, actually. It's a good term. I like that. it. So, you know, you do. You have, okay, you have humans, you have elves, you have trolls, there's dragons, there's dwarves. Yeah. Um, you know, you have castles. It's the year 1500 something. Yeah. Okay. So you have all, and people, you know, there's the, the knights and the guards and people have swords and daggers and there's magic. Yeah. Okay. That's, that's great. That's, that's fantasy. Sure. Good job. But then you also have, I don't know, Lucifer has a gun. Well, I mean, people, it's, it's an alien gun. Yeah, you know, but people this. people use guns. There's, yeah, they also use profanity. They talk like regular They talk people. like it's modern times. There's yeah. kind of office buildings. There's mental institutions. <laughs> There's, yeah, yeah, people talk like it's modern times. They smoke cigarettes. 
Yeah. Um, they go to cafes. They do. I mean, it's so... It's, there's branded... There's, like, branded breweries. Yeah, yeah. Like there's... Black Dragon beer. You know, um, filthy alleyways with, like, the triple X pinup ads. Yes. You know, <laughs> pasted up. So... If I could, if I could, like, get a little bit, like, a little anime on you, just, like, a little bit. Okay. Um, the manga... Blade of the Immortal did much the same thing, mm-hmm. where it's feudal Japan, but the language is really what sets it apart because people just like talk like they do now in in Tokyo. Yeah, where it's like, "Hey, asshole!" and I'm like, "Oh my god, no samurai wouldn't say that." You know? <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, very similar. Yeah. So, but what I really appreciate, um, uh-huh. and I'm coming at this from, okay. Having experienced a Tumblr roleplay game that was supposedly okay. medieval, but they had no internal consistency because they oh, thought right. medieval <laughs> went from like the 10 hundreds up to approximately the 19 hundreds. Oh, oh boy. Is that there is internal consistency with his weird mishmash there, there of, absolutely a, of a is. setting. Like everyone operates in, under the same rules, yeah. the same it blanket, it affects everyone the same. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. There's no does. like one person is dressed like like a new wave goth, but another person <laughs> is like totally medieval, but then another person's steampunk, but another Yeah, it it, it all is like it's it, very it's that same mishmash, mm-hmm. but it's applied to everybody and I, I love that. It's so good. Yeah, so it makes sense. So, so like good. you don't you're not taken aback. You know, when you really get into it, okay, when Lucifer runs into like hillbillies. Yeah, you're like, of course, this guy is here, and and you know, there's a little bit of like the old west in there. There's some, yeah, there's a little bit, just in there. like a little pinch of it. Yeah, um, but yeah, I just I loved his setting so much, and you could tell yeah, so much good. thought went into it. That I I don't know, it was great. I loved it. Yeah, no, it, it it's absolutely fantastic. <laughs> um, you know, like the thing that's one of the most enthralling things about poison elves is is the setting it's just uh, it's, it's so different yeah it's it's very very unique especially coming out of like what like 1990 like 4 1995 yeah i would like, say cuz the the original original mulehide stuff he started publishing i think in like 91 92 yeah so yeah um serious picked it up yeah around 95 i think so yeah i mean that's you know it's it's unique it's it's super unique a lot of stuff about the comic is is unique (laughs) um you know so yeah i mean as as emily was saying it it follows the misadventures yes the misadventures of our our, uh our our protagonist slash and he's more of an anti-hero he is a very Um, much uh a misanthropic anti-hero Lucifer. Lucifer the elf. Who is an elf. And I have to shout out real quick. I love how he draws his elves. Yeah, yes, they're huge. (laughs) They have these giant ears. So Lucifer's only about five foot eight. Yeah. But you take into account his ears and he's like seven foot tall. Yeah, it's it's true. His ears are super duper. You know, with their giant which I I will admit that that one hundred percent influenced how I drew elves. (laughs) <laughs> and i think that that holds with every artist who ever read poison elves they're like oh man no yeah. this, is, this is what elf ears are now so like there's a whole well, i mean i liked uh you know reading a lot of the stuff that he he kind of was talking about <laughs> and how he talked about like um when he was like uh, i forget i think it was elf quest where he yeah, saw yeah. like the you know like 
elves fighting trolls and stuff like that. And he's like, wait a minute, like, I don't have to make my elves like these little tiny forest people. Like, elves are badass. Like, I, I imagine, like, an elf that could, like, break Conan's jaw. And I was like, oh, well, yeah, that yeah, makes a lot of sense. That's, you know, because you know, I love, that's one of the influences. Um, I know the game Dungeons and Dragons was an influence. Yeah. Because uh, Lucifer actually started life as one of his D&D characters. <laughs> which is incredibly, like, I wonder, endearing I, and charming to me. Yeah, I wonder if it's, like, one of those things where it's like, oh my god, Drew, just tone down your character a little bit, goddamn. <laughs> no, you! <laughs> yes. Um, but yeah, Lucifer is, he, he's got a lot of problems. Yeah, he's his, got, he, oh, he's got baggage. He's got quite a bit. Um, he's the, the, the son of a, of an elven whore. Well, and, the, uh, well, not quite. Yeah. Not I quite. Mean, he I'm was trying to simplify. No, how dare you? He was adopted by yeah. a couple. We don't know who his actual parents are, but he was adopted by an elven couple. Yeah. And things were great and things were happy until, uh, the family's bar was burned down. Yeah. Which led his father into a spiral of depression. Uh, his father was eventually killed in one of the many, like, violent class uprisings in the city. Yeah, there's there's quite a few in that city. So that left him and his mother, and his mother had no way of uh, of um, providing for them. I was like, a P yeah. word, P, what's, what's this word? <laughs> providing for them. So she t- became a prostitute. Yeah. Um. And most of his hang-ups start the night that she comes home beat up by a yes. dwarven John. Yeah, and the the fact that it's a dwarven John mm-hmm. is, is important later on with some of his other stuff. And yeah, because he, he hates really all hates dwarves. <laughs> um, but she, in coming home, had stepped on a nail. Right. Which led her to getting, you know, got infected. And the yeah. whole thing with his elves is they are basically immortal yeah um unless they die a violent death that will kill them yeah but disease and poison and stuff don't really work on them right but this did like it started and it was just like this weird living death well that's the thing is like if the disease isn't treated properly it'll just continue on and that's what happened in her she just couldn't get better from being infected allegedly yeah so she winds up killing herself or does she? Or does she? Because it's... because there's there's kind of that. Uh, actually, I like that part in his background because mm-hmm. basically, the way Lucifer chooses to remember it, she cuts her own wrist. Yep. And then she she dies, and he's sitting next to her. But when it's brought up in his own head by this little, well, we'll get into who lives in this head a little bit later. <laughs> but um, it's maybe suggested that he was the one that slit her wrist for her. Yeah. Because she wouldn't stop screaming. Yeah, to put her out of so, her misery. Yeah. So, I mean, that's, that's that's real, dog. That's messed up. Yeah. So Lucifer then turns to a life of crime. Um, yeah. Petty and major. Yes. <laughs> um, you know he he steals, he kills, yep. he goes to prison, yep. he breaks out of prison. Uh, when we meet him, he's in, in roaming through the countryside, and he meets. A couple of different creepy serial killer type people. <laughs> he, he does meet a, f- a few really terrible serial killers, yes. Um, Yeah, and then, you know, eventually he becomes an assassin. This is a whole thing, but... Yeah. 
gosh, I don't even know, like, where to go from here. Like, do we just, like, run through characters? We should probably run through characters because that'll kind of lead us through the history a little bit. Yeah, that'll help us um, go through plot as well. Because yeah. actually, dear listeners, I have a list. I actually took notes this time. See, Emily did. I was going to, but I was at work, so I couldn't. <laughs> <laughs> I had to because I was, I mean... There are a lot of different characters. There's a lot of dudes, and my one big critique is there's a lot of same face yeah there there's a very particular style yes. that that's shown and, yes. and like all of the faces kind of bleed together from me I, racially they don't mm-hmm. like if someone's a human yeah for some reason i have a much easier time picking them out yeah than i do with elves because like you've got like Tall blonde elf Dude, is a thing. There's like six different tall blonde elves. Yeah, there's there's quite a few, and they all kind of look the same to me. And I'm like, I are you tenth? Are you Jace? Are you Morikai? Are <laughs> yes. You, are you Sapphire? I don't. Are even... you Talon? I I don't. Maybe <laughs> I maybe you're one of these weird wizards. I don't understand. Yeah, there's there's a lot of that going on. So it it bear that in mind definitely. And also, I think in some of the early, especially in the Mulehide stuff. Mm-hmm. You could tell, like, his artistic style was still kind of coming together. Yeah, I mean, when you're making your own comic and you're self-publishing yeah. it, I mean, it was probably very much on a learning curve. Oh, yeah, absolutely. But definitely his I mean, later like, stuff, like, you, he, he knew what he was doing. Yeah, exactly. Because in the earlier, I had a lot of trouble with, like, panel transitions and things. Yeah, yeah. You know, and, like, or something would, like, be like, oh, this is, like, I'm not sure what's being inked and what's not. <laughs> you know, but I mean, it's very few and far between. And, and by the end of the book, he's pretty much got all that stuff out of the better bits out of the way. Yeah, he's got it down pat. He he does. He does. All right. So let's see. So, um, OK, we're going to get run through my list. OK, that I have, because this actually kind of takes us through plot points because yeah. I wrote people down as we were introduced to them. Well, I'm just so proud of myself that I actually took notes this time. Y'all. You don't <laughs> well, even I'm proud of you, too. You are the recipient of this week's Opal City Good Host Award. Oh, hooray. It's the... not a real. It's not a real <laughs> oh. ad- ad- accolade. I'm just going to hang up right now, then. <laughs> <laughs> so, okay. So you have Lucifer. Yes. Uh, you have his best friend, Larilith. Mm-hmm. Yes. Who I'm sad we don't get a lot with her. Well, yeah, it's it's true. I think... For a while, they wanted to do, like, a standalone story with her. Yeah. And her relationship with, with Lucifer. There, I mean, there is a miniseries. Yes. I mean, there's a couple of di- – we we only covered, yeah. like, the main – This is the main – yeah, this is the main shit. This there, is the real shit. There are miniseries that delve into, like, some of the different characters. Lucifer yeah. and Lorelith is one of them. Yes. Um, but I really liked her. She's an elf healer. Yes. Because they have, you know, they're different, like, little – healing schools that you can go to like magic schools it's true yeah to to learn to learn your shit and she's just so sweet she is she's one of the nice and i'm like how are you best friends with lucifer well i mean it's it's cool in their contrast i did like her a lot too yeah um you know and the fact that there is kind of like a weird hazy relationship there as well yeah i think you know that kind of adds to a lot of uh, a lot of other things there. yeah i think lucifer uh, he he's in love with her yeah i mean very much i just it's yeah. not going to happen yeah i mean she's she's a nice girl and a healer and he's a 
horrible monster and an assassin. So. <laughs> well, he's got a lot of anger issue problems. Well, that too. He's he's got yeah. a lot he has to work through. Um, yeah. But the little bit that she does show up, it's it's really good. It's always a good time. Yeah. Yeah. It's 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 always fun. Um. Also, really fun. Uh-huh. Uh When his ex-wife shows up. <laughs> oh, hyena. Hyena. I like hyena so much. <laughs> she's pretty. She's pretty rad. Um, yeah, she's super rad. She's a human sorcerer. Yeah. Who's uh, extended her? Please, li- please, Emily, sorceress. Sorceress, my bad. Yeah. Uh, extended her life Jeez. through magic. Yes. But yeah, so they had this like horrible short marriage <laughs> <laughs> that didn't really work um, because she was having an affair with like her apprentice. Yeah. And Lucifer found out and then killed the kid. Yeah, that's, well, that's what happens. And then he left, but then he'll still show up and be like, yeah, I need help (laughs) with something. Yeah, and he'll just basically troll her. Like, you know, yeah, she, I mean, Hyena, she kind of tries to keep things civil, but it just doesn't work with Lucifer. No, it really doesn't. Like, I liked when he, you know, shows up at, like, her magic castle. Oh, he had blows up her like little door guardian and then just like, starts knocking on the door you know and she's like well maybe if i'm sit here really quiet he'll go away <laughs> and then he just bangs on the door even harder she's like oh my god lucifer and yeah. then he comes in and he's like i need a magic item and he just starts like no no because he brings her the doppelganger yeah the doppelganger's corpse and he's like well this is surely worth something he just starts like piling through all of her magic stuff <laughs> he gets a magic lamp Yes, that she's like, no, you you probably shouldn't take that. It's really dangerous. <laughs> and he's like, screw you. I do what I want. Yeah, basically. And he gets a magic sword. I can't. I can't remember his third wish because he gets the magic sword. Uh, he becomes the fastest elf the alive. The fastest elf alive. And I forget what the third wish was. Um. Well, let's see. First, he wished for a billion wishes. Yeah, and she she shut that down. <laughs> yeah, as as good genies will do. And then he was stuck, and she's like. You know, love, power. What? Yeah, and he's just like, whatever, whatever, bullshit doesn't exist. Like, know, I can I steal that. I can steal this. I don't want that. You know, so he did. He got the magic sword. Yeah. And then I do. I forget what the third yeah, one was. Yeah, I forget what the third wish was. It's probably a huge plot point. <laughs> probably. That, you know, um, it's so many angry uh, fanboy letters. Maybe. Who knows? Um, <laughs> but yeah, Hyena's really cool. I like her a lot. Yeah, Hyena's, she's she's super neat. Um, my absolute favorite, though, is his other best friend, Jace. Jace is... He's a real good. I wouldn't call him my favorite. No, he was. He was my favorite. Um, He's my poison I, elf husbando. Uh, oh, I see. Yes. Um, what's cool about Jace is that he's everything that Lucifer isn't. He's very tall. Yeah, he's he's super tall. He is he is blonde, whereas Lucifer is is black haired. Mm-hmm. Um, he is he was a soldier, so he understands things like duty. Yes. Well, his father but, was in the military. Yes. It's the whole and, thing. Oh, yeah. His whole little babby story that made me sad. Oh, yeah, it was so sad. Yeah, um, but yeah, so just... his father was in the in the military and he was raised to follow exactly in his father's footsteps. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, which he does. Yeah. For a little he bit. He's a highly decorated soldier and then he's just like, the medals just didn't fit me right. Like none of it yeah. worked for me. Um, yeah. So he... In his way, also becomes disillusioned with everything. Yeah, 
and he does fall in with Lucifer and they have so many hilarious adventures. <laughs> they have so many awesome adventures. So many I love them all. terrible adventures. <laughs> <laughs> I think that's some of my favorite parts in the book. Um a large part of it is the sanctuary storyline, which I'm sure we'll get around oh, to. Oh, sanctuary was so good. Yeah, and um when you after the sanctuary thing, you get a lot of Jason Lucifer in it, and I think that's where mm-hmm. you know it, it gets a lot more fun. Yeah, the sanctuary's super difficult. Yeah, actually, you know what? We're we're gonna let's talk. We're about probably s- almost already there. We're actually. there. Let's talk about sanctuary. Yeah. So, sanctuary is like this association of assassins and thieves. Yes. Uh, it's run by. Two elves who are brothers. Mm-hmm. You have Morakai and Talon. Yes. Uh, Morakai is the king of thieves. Yes. Also called the Black Sabbath. Yes. Uh, and then Talon is the Lord of Jackals. Yes. <laughs> and he runs all the assassin stuff. Um, yeah. And they're both albinos. They are, although that's not really apparent. No, because it is black and white, and white art. art. <laughs> so, but on the covers they are. That looks kind of yes. cool. Yes. So. You have Sanctuary, which is like this church that's magically hidden, and this is where all their people operate out of. Yeah, it's like their their base of operations. Yeah, their base of operations. Lucifer gets recruited into it, and he works as an assassin. Yeah. Um, this is where we meet um, Cassandra. Yes. Who is another elf, and she is one of Lucifer's great loves. Yeah, it's true. Um, they have a really great dynamic. They do. I think, um, I, I think it was very like organic and realistic. Yeah, it was really for realistic. being elves that are also assassins. Well, I mean, when you think about how their relationship kind of begins, they're mm-hmm. both sort of working, you know, as assassins. They're both really good at their jobs. Yep, yep. They they have a fight. Mm-hmm. That's always that's key in any relationship. You gotta you gotta fight whoever you're with. Yes, you gotta beat them that's up. That's why that's why your relationships keep falling apart, kids. There isn't enough violence. No, that's terrible advice. Please don't follow that at all. <laughs> well, if you're elves, and I'm pretty sure none of you are elves. Yeah, so I don't probably think doesn't apply to elves, you. Yeah. Um. So, but yeah, I mean, they're initially Lucifer's like, hey, listen, you know, uh, we're we're just gonna get drunk and hang out. Mm-hmm. You know, it'll be cool. And then it kind of starts to, and it, it does. It really does evolve naturally. Yeah. Which is great. I love it. Um, Into sex and violence. Well, yes. But I mean, he finds... I mean, they're assassins. They're assassins. It's true. But I mean, he finds, like, momentary happiness. Yeah, he does. You know, he's actually... He's really good at killing people. Yeah, that is true. (laughs) But he finds happiness with Cassandra. Like, his inner demons, literal and and figurative. um, Yes. They kind of go to rest for a little bit. Yeah. Because Well, I mean, it's this is what I love. And because, like, they do call it sanctuary is that he does find a sanctuary within this, like, Mm -hmm. church full of assassins and thieves. Yes. Yes. Actually, you meet my favorite bit character in this particular part. Oh, who's your favorite bit character? Uh, Fleece. He's the best. Oh, Fleece, the human thief. Yes. Fleece is awesome. Oh, I love. Yeah, he was good. I liked him a lot. Yeah. Um, I, it's it's like he's one of the only guys that comes out of it kind of unscathed, and he's just like, oh shit. Like, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um, no. Let's see who else is here. We got Cynthia. Yeah, Cynthia's there. Who's the elf healer? 
who looks again. I thought it was Lyrilith at first, and then I was like, "Oh wait, no, her hair is like slightly." Short. No, it's a different dark-haired elf. Yeah, babe wearing fishnets. Yeah. Yes, that that's again fishnets are a repeating. They thing. they are a repeating theme. You'll see a yes. lot of them in here. Um, um, let's see. You have the uh, what is the city's name? Is Man- Mandartha? I think it is. Right? Or Man- Mandratha or something like something that? Something like that. I didn't write down any city names. Yeah, I'm pretty sure it, it's it's similar to that. <laughs> but you have this police lieutenant. Vito. Um, yeah, I love Vito. Too. Vito was pretty good. Yeah, I liked him a he's lot. made it his personal quest. He's like, listen, I know that there's a, like a guild of assassins and thieves <laughs> that are working in the shadows. I'm pretty sure that I think it's called Sanctuary because I've been investigating this thing. Yep. And he wants to take them down. Yep, but they're super hard to catch because, right. well, one, they have a wizard that keeps it secret. Yes. And they have... Always a good thing to have if you're trying to keep something. You employ a wizard. Yes. And they have these um, these magic onks that they use to teleport. Yeah. So when you're done with the job, you just, you know, you break the onk and it takes you right back to Sanctuary. Right, exactly. So, you just teleport right back as if nothing had happened. Nothing at all. Except there's a dead body. But to be fair, a lot of the contracts that are taken out by Sanctuary are on human pieces of shit. And this is this is very true. So it's fulfilling work as it's, well as, it's, you know. It's good work. If you can get it, it's good in, work. In a sense, it's good work. Um, Now, at this point, Jace is with the police. He's with the blood guards. Yes, he shows up, I think, to find Lucifer because he thinks he's dead, right? Yeah, yeah, he thinks he's dead, yeah. so he's doing this blood guard thing. It's like, all right, well, maybe this will be fun. It'll be interesting. Yeah. You know, if there is a sanctuary thing, Lucifer's 100% in on it. Yeah. Um, And he does manage to catch Cassandra. Yes. And this is, uh, I don't know, this was super sad. It's so sad. Because he does, he catches her. And he's like, hey, you know, settle the hell down. Yeah. Like she's running like Vita. Uh, uh, what's his face? I forgot his name. All the uh, 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 detective guy. Uh, Vito. 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 He sets a trap mm-hmm. for Sanctuary as they're like kind of fighting a rival guild. And um, yes. basically what happens is like. They they beat up the rival guild, and then they all start to try to teleport back at once, and it kind of overloads the wizard. Oh, yeah, that's right. So that's she's right. off on a job to kill someone else. Mm-hmm. She does it. Um, Vito is there, and because he knows this person is going to get hit, and he's like, capture that assassin. Yep, yep. And Jace does it. And then he, yeah, she's trying to get away. He captures her. And he's like, and you then, know, hey, do you know Lucifer? Right. You know, can you tell him a message? Like, look, I'm not yeah. going to hurt you. And she's like, yo, fuck you, pig. Yeah. And she slits her throat. Yes. It's, 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 yeah. <laughs> yeah. So she dies in Jace's arms. Yeah. Um, and while he's like screaming for a healer. A medic, yeah. Yeah. Anybody, yeah. And, you know, they can't save her. So, you know, they all get back to Sanctuary and it's like, where's Cassandra? And it's like, oh, I saw the cops were after her. Yeah. And this giant elf, yeah, you know, this yes. giant blonde elf grabbed her and he's like, oh, motherfuck, I know who that is. Yeah, exactly. Goes after Jason's this whole thing of like, you know, you killed her. And he's like, but I didn't. Yeah. He, don't, yeah. don't be mad. Don't kill me. But I totally didn't. 
Yeah, but that doesn't, like, pleading for your life doesn't work on Lucifer. <laughs> no, no, it does not. Um, they, yeah. He does eventually listen to reason. Yes, and mainly because he gets captured. <laughs> <laughs> well, yeah, you know, they had to break out, you, know. you know, Jace stops being one of the cops. He's like, you know what, no, whatever, fuck this noise, I'm going to have adventures with my terrible best friend. <laughs> well, he breaks him out, you know, they, yeah. they, they're they doing the, they're going to, like, uh, they're going to chop off his ears, I think. And, oh, uh, yeah, yeah, they're that's torturing, that's like, right, they're torturing yeah, him. And, and Jace is like, oh, fuck, no, that, you're not doing that. Mm-mm. And then, you know, they, they get loose and, and everything like that. That's right. Yeah, this yeah. was a really good story arc. Yeah, I like Sanctuary. The... Sanctuary was the most complete, I think. Yeah. In terms of like character growth and mm-hmm. you know, you have a you have a lot of that later on down the road too, but I think Sanctuary like it really homes in on like why Lucifer is the way he is. Yes. Yes. You know, because they go over some of his origins and things like that. Mm-hmm. You know, it it kind of like, you know, it shows you like what well what would Lucifer be like if he could choose an occupation, if he could kind of settle down, so to speak. Yeah, or settle down yeah. as much as he can. Yeah, exactly. And that's that's basically what he was like at saying it was sanctuary. Right? Yeah, yeah. I mean it's super sad to I mean, I don't know, because yeah. like Cassandra does keep popping up. I she mean does. he he is literally haunted by this woman. Well, I mean, maybe maybe we should Maybe we should dive into Lucifer's head for a second. For okay, a yeah, because this, this plays a rather important part. <laughs> yes, it'll, it'll, it'll all make sense in a second. So early, way early on in the series, um, yeah. Lucifer's captured by this, like, crazy old, like, necromancer dude. I mean, is he not Dream, though? Because he kind of <laughs> seems like he's, like poking fun at that sandman which i think <laughs> you know because um, i kind of i get i get morpheus off of him um but he wants to use lucifer's eye to yeah. summon a demon uh, oh oh no i'm talking about the wrong guy this is mu cow i think yeah M- yeah Mu-Chow, yeah yeah mu cow <laughs> yeah, um, that's, that's how it's spelled that's it literally is. how it's spelled um six tal amla yeah. is the demon so uh, he does lose his eye. This demon is summoned. Uh, yeah. He does have to fight it and kill it and whatever. He gets his eye back and it's all fine. Yeah. Um, piggybacking, though, on the back of this demon that we eventually mm-hmm. find out is I'm going to butcher this fucking name. Well, nobody can pronounce his name anyway, so yeah. it's fine. Um, Parentachin? Parentachin's pretty good. I like that pronunciation. Let's go with that. Okay. Parentachin is an imp. Yeah. Who looks like a clown? He's he's a sick, twisted clown. He's a twisted, too edgy for you, uh, <laughs> Jester. It it is very very nineties. I will super, say super super fucking nineties. Yeah, um, I mean he he makes pop culture nineties references that Lucifer he, doesn't understand at all. He's like, what is this nonsense? I don't. Yeah, he, at one point he he sings the Ubangi Stomp. Which was covered by the Stray Cats. So, you know, I mean. I mean, it, it is what it is. Um, yeah. But he is an imp and he does live in Lucifer's head. Yeah. And he acts as a guardian yes. for Lucifer's conscience, for his subconscious. Mm-hmm. He keeps him from going insane. Yeah, from going way too deep. Yeah. Over the edge, which comes right. in handy when he's, you know, being tortured. Or attacked by mental, you know, spells and things. Yeah, when he's about to be unconscious. 
um, when he has to look at hard truths about himself. Yeah, and at the same t- – yeah, exactly. And that's why, where I like his role the most mm-hmm. is when he's like, listen, let's take a look at this. And Lucifer's like, no, I don't want to. And he's like, no, Too you bad. have to. Yeah, like, we're doing this. this is where we're going. Yeah. You know? Um. Yeah, so on the one hand – I mean, this this to me is the – I guess the dichotomy of poison elves. Yeah. The one hand – too edgy for you, not your dad's <laughs> fantasy comics. Right. Absolutely. But then on the other hand, like surprising depth and insight. Yeah, absolutely. It's a really good way to get inside a character's head. What better way to get inside a character's head than to put something in mm-hmm. his head that he talks to every so often? Yes, also, the comic relief is is there definitely. He's he's a funny. Guy. Yeah, it's 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 a good breather. Um, he does eventually get a second passenger. Yes. Uh, Petunia. Yes. Who Petunia. is a, a sprite that they yeah. that him and Jace help save. Um, right. And she is able to also go into his head. And she's initially just like, what are you doing inside my master's head? And yeah, she's ready to, like, throw down. He's like, listen here, toots. Yeah. <laughs> uh, so they, they come to, like, kind of an uneasy agreement yes, to keep Lucifer do. safe from himself. I mean, do do they end up humping? I think so. That is that that is what I read into Poss- it. Maybe? I would say yes. Uh, probably. That's yeah. kind of gross, though. They're both wearing, like, coordinating costumes, and that's, like... That's pretty much proof positive. If you <laughs> Gross. Yeah. Well, hey, look. Lucifer, get your head under control, please. But but he can't. That's why he's I, there. I I know. I know. Um. Let's see. Oh, okay. Wait a minute. One of my favorite little tiny story arcs. Yeah. Okay. So this is after Sanctuary. Okay. I'm pretty sure it's after Sanctuary. All right. Um, we run into Misha. Yes. Who is the, uh, she's a female apprentice of an elven wizard named Tenth. Yeah. Who is currently banging Hyena. Yes. And uh, Misha is sent to, I, I guess, like, put, like, a magic seduction on Lucifer. Yeah, bring I... him under control, right? You know, for for various nefarious magical purposes. Of course, um, she shows up, and you know, she's like, "All right, well, this obviously isn't going to work." Because yeah, she tries it at first, and he's like, "Yeah, okay, whatever." And yeah. she's like, "Okay, well, maybe we'll try magic." Her spell doesn't work right, <laughs> and instead of making him fall in love with her, it turns him into a lady. Yes. <laughs> so his immediate reaction is he shoots her in the chest. Yeah. Because, because he's like, well, I thought if she was dead, then the spell would just stop. It would stop, <laughs> and it, it doesn't. No. So this is when he's palling around with Jace. Yeah. And Jace gives him all sorts of shit for this. <laughs> it's Yeah, it's it's real funny. <laughs> um, But yeah, so, you know, they go and they're, like, hanging out at a tavern, and he's like, oh my god, this sucks. You know, he's in, like, sexy lady clothes of course you know with like the boots with the heels and he can't walk in them he can't walk in them yeah and i'm like wobbly yeah lucifer i i feel your pain bro (laughs) and 
And, you know, they're talking and they're talking. And then he's like, wait, this dude, do you see this, this dude? He's like, like why, why is this dude staring at me? Do you not see that? He's been staring at me this you whole know, time. You know, this guy is being a total cretin. Like, yeah. openly staring at him. Just, you know, yeah. yeah, he does the thing with his tongue where he's like, and, he's <laughs> and like, you know, what, what's like, this? What, what does this mean? You know, so he's like, all right. Pretty much like, you know, hold my bag. I'm going to take care of this. <laughs> right. So he gets up, he wobbles over on the high heels, <laughs> which is hilarious. And he just, I mean, he tears into the sky. Yeah. About, you know, what was this? What the hell do you think? Like, I'm trying to talk to my friend. What are you doing? And of course, the guy is being a total creep. <laughs> yes. And he's just like, oh, I like him feisty. And he's like, I have a gun, a sword, <laughs> and like three daggers that you can see do you not yeah. think i'm dangerous and he's like oh, i hope you are <laughs> yeah and that's when he like busts his nose <laughs> so he beats the shit out of this dude yeah um and they leave and it's like okay my, actually my favorite part is that when he's like on the floor all messed up and is like let's get out of here he's like oh filthy lesbo yeah so because of course <laughs> right exactly because of course that's what a creep would think you know so the follow-up <laughs> to this is the next day. It's again, it's it's him and Jason. You know they're, you know they're in the alley and they're like scoping stuff out. They're like, yeah. going over their plan for stuff. Yeah. When Lucifer grabs his middle, yeah. and drops to the ground, Jace freaks out. He's like, "Oh my god, this is did you get shot? Did you yes. get shot with a sniper? What is it?" And he's like, "No, he's 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 having a period." And he's like, "Oh my god." Oh my god, do you have cramps? <laughs> and he's just like rolling on the ground, just like, kill me, please. And I just, as a lady, uh-huh. I just, I, I appreciated this, that, I don't know, that like he took the moment to like, okay, if my hero got turned into a pretty girl, yeah, what would he come up against? And this is 100% what he would come up against. <laughs> yeah, yeah, it's Creeps and bars who don't know yeah. how to take no for an answer. Yeah. Who don't take him seriously. Mm-hmm. And debilitating cramps. Yeah, well, and also not being able to walk in high heels. And this is, uh, dude, it's, you don't understand how hard it is. I, I, um, yeah, I don't. It's really hard to walk in high, especially when they're, like, tiny, like, really skinny heels. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Support your whole fucking weight on five inches that are, like, an inch thick. I, well, I feel like as as a dude, mm-hmm. speaking as a dude, I'm probably the best person, the best dude uh-huh. who could try to wear high heels and be successful. Huh. Because I was, I took Kung Fu lessons, I took Muay Thai lessons, I used to, I used to wrestle, I used to do jujitsu, and a lot of that time you're on your, your toes, uh-huh. and the balls of your feet. Uh-huh. So I feel like maybe I could rock that. I'm gonna hold you to this. Alright. And well, next, next time I see you. <laughs> During FriendCon, we will have to do a video where it's, it's the Emily, uh, high heels, the high heel challenge to Mike Sanders. yes. I will be victorious. <laughs> we shall see. <laughs> um, but no, I just, that whole story, I did just, yeah. it was only a couple of issues. Yeah. But it was hilarious to me. And again, yeah. I don't know, like, as stupid and as silly as it was, it, for me, it just, it showed, again, like, a surprising awareness. Yeah, this, you know? 
this book will surprise the fucking shit out of you. Like, okay, another thing that really surprised me, too, like, as I thought about it, mm-hmm. okay, kind of going back to Sanctuary for a second, um, Cynthia, who's their, their healer. Yeah. She's gay. Yeah. And that is, I mean, she's not in the book a lot. Right. But it's never played, like, for laughs. It's never Yeah, it's gross. not like... And you would think it would be... Right. Considering it's... I mean, there's a lot of TNA in this book. Yeah. And you're like, oh, well, wouldn't that be the obvious, like... But but no, it's not. But it's not. It's, you know, Cassandra talks about it, and she's like, oh, yeah, you know... Oh, that's right, because Lucifer, like, freaks out about, like, her ex-boyfriends. Yes. (laughs) And she's going through all of them. She's like, look, you know, it never meant, you know, this, that, and the other. And she's like, you know, yeah, Cynthia, kiss me once, you know, whatever. I'm not into the girls. Yeah. Who the hell cares? Mm Mm-hmm. Um, and then there's a scene like much, much later down the line where Cynthia is talking to another character yeah. about like, oh, I really like this girl. I don't know if I should say anything. And she's like, dude, go for it. You know, if you're not a creep about it. <laughs> right. If you it's, don't stare at her in a bar. Like... <laughs> you know, and do weird things with your tongue. Then yes. It's, it's fine. Um, yeah. But yeah, that's another kind of surprising. And maybe it shouldn't be. I don't know. Well, I mean, for, when you consider the time period that, that, that it was too. written, that's that's where you can see how, like, transcendent it is. Yeah. You know? And, I mean, it's like, because you think about, like, wh- what was, like, who were the gay comic book characters in the 90s? Um, uh, like, North Star, who wasn't allowed to be gay. Right, yeah. Um, <laughs> that's exactly my point. Shin 13 had Rainmaker. Yeah, but even then... That was played was, completely for, yeah, like, TNA yeah, male exactly. fantasies. Yeah, right, exactly. So, you know, I mean, doing something different and, like, you know, just as unique as that is, you know, that's a huge accomplishment. Yeah, so, yeah, I don't know. I like that a lot that he did that. Yeah. Um, um, let's see. One of my favorite stories comes uh, with Jason and uh, Lucifer wandering around. They get attacked by magical boots. Oh, Do you remember wait. that one? Oh wait, yeah, I do. Wait a minute, yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah. It's like it's like Sam Hain, which is like their Halloween, and they're dressed like skeletons. Oh, that's right. Yeah, yeah. And then they uh, they get attacked by magical boots, <laughs> <laughs> and uh, the boots are beating the crap out of them and stuff like that. And you know, it's it, it was it was fun. That was a fun one. That was fun. I like that. Um, but yeah, Sanctuary I think was my favorite arc. If I had to have a favorite arc, yeah. Oh, uh, let's see. Yeah. They run into. Um, Clea, remember her? Yeah, who's mm-hmm. the? I do remember Clea. The uh, the elf. Uh, she's she like chop- a poacher hunter. Yeah, she chops off Jace's ear. She chops off part of his ear. Yeah, and that makes and me. Then he becomes half ear elf. Which again, there is another elf with half an ear. And I'm Talon. Like, well, Talon is missing his right ear, and Jace yeah, know, is missing but, the left. But still, though, you see where I'm coming from. It. It's 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 very true. Um, they do run into her later. She's a pirate. Yes, she is totally a sexy pirate. She becomes yeah. a sexy pirate lady. Yeah, she does. When they're like, be, yeah, because him and Jace, they they get passage on a ship. They have to protect a thing. Um, and Jace is immediately seasick and Lucifer's like, oh my god, dude. Like, we haven't even <laughs> left port. Like, what are you? Yeah, yeah, what are you even doing here? And he's like, no, so sick. <laughs> um, oh, the whole werewolf Yes, the thing. werewolf one, yes. Um, when they meet Winston. Yes, good old Winston. Winston, who's a human female yeah. uh, vampire hunter. They run into this right. little town 
who thinks they have a vampire problem. They have, they've hired a vampire hunter, Winston. Yeah, right. Who, um, her father always wanted a boy. That's why she has the name. He raised her yeah. to be a vampire hunter. She's not so sure about it, but this is what <laughs> she knows how to do. So she's doing yeah. it. Um, Lucifer beats her up. Yes. <laughs> to prove that him and Chase are the better choice. Yeah, it's true. <laughs> um, and, you know, they get hired to take care of this problem. Turns out it's a werewolf. Yes, it is indeed a werewolf. And, and it turns out that it's like one of the barmaids, I believe it is. No, it's the mayor's daughter. Oh, really? I thought it was... Yeah, I must be thinking of another... Yeah, it's the mayor's daughter. Because, okay, this is what happens. So, yeah. him and Jace are like, okay, we're going to do this. The mayor's like, all right, here's your contract. You have like a couple, you know, so many days. Wait, what was... Do you remember her name? Did you write her name down? Um, No. Ah, damn it. No, I don't I'm, I'm not sure why I think it's it's another character, but it's look, I've read a lot of comics. We, right? we read a lot of them. And um, Winston, you know, kind of elbows in on this. Yeah. Because she's like, you know, well, whatever. I want a piece of this, too. And it's like, well, look, if we don't get it done, then we'll pay you all this money. <laughs> At least we're like, that's a terrible. Mm, mm. <laughs> so they do. They set out a trap. They They get the werewolf. They capture it. And it's like, all right, we got to wait for it to change back to a human because it's like, okay, bring it back dead or alive, bring right. it back wolf or human, okay? Yeah. Um. So they wait for it to change it, and he's like, oh shit, it's the mayor's daughter, okay? Uh. Because Winston's been screwing around with the dude with uh the mayor's future son-in-law, <laughs> and Chase and her are like, well, no. We caught the werewolf, right? We're going to go back to town. We're going to get our money. It'll be fine. Right. Lucifer's like, dude, no, we got to, no, leave her and just walk away. Like, this isn't going to end well. And, and Jason's <laughs> like, no, you're being stupid. We're going to take her back. You know, they promise we have this contract. And he's like, all right, dude. Just. And the next panel is them being run out of town and they have to, like, run through the forest. Yes. There's a lot of running away from people when when they're in the forest there, and living rough. There is, and Lucifer's really terrible at living rough. It, he, it is true. He throws baby tantrums about it yeah, a lot. As Jace is really like, "Hey, listen, like, you're like you're a tough guy. You can't take a like a couple nights in the woods." And he's like, he's like "No, I want, I want an a, inn. I want beer and an inn <laughs> and a bed. Oh, I want a bath. <laughs> oh, my favorite baby. Let's see. Um." Oh, this is where we get into, like, the whole um, Elven High Council. Yes. Yes, we do. Um, yeah, so we find out, well, I guess this is, like, some, like, world-building stuff. Um, yeah. The elves do have a high council mm -hmm. run by, like, very wise elves. August elves. <laughs> yes. Because um, the elves live in steppes. Yeah. Um, that are, like, their little elven cities. I mean, elves also live in actual, like, human cities, too. Yeah, well, I mean, if you're, but you're, if, if you're in the elf lands. Yeah, if you're in elf lands, yeah. you live in a steppe. Um, yeah. Let's see, they're terrible names here. We have Mogra Ur. Yes. Who's the wizard. Yeah, he's, and he's a wizard. And he's the head of the High Council. Yeah. Uh, this is where we get Tenth, mm -hmm. who's also in the High Council. Um, Jola, who's Mogra Ur's daughter. Yeah. Um, oh, the kid Wisp. Yeah, Wisp. I liked Wisp a lot. He's, yeah, he's a, he's a psionicist. Yeah, he's a psionicist, which is super duper rare. Like, 
yeah. elves don't have this power. Yeah. Um. So of course they get Lucifer and Chase to escort him to safety. Well, you know, like like you do. I mean, sure. Because of course that's the best idea. What could, what could possibly go wrong? <laughs> um. But this was like kind of I don't know. It was really touching. Mm-hmm. I mean, because they get to be friends with this kid. You know, and they're like really, yeah. really are looking out for him. You know, I mean. Yeah, it's it's true. Yeah. Well, I mean, you also have. Like, Lucifer does put him in the direct line of fire a couple times. Well, yeah, because he wants him to use his powers to, like... Yeah, well, well, they fight, uh, what are they called, an, an, an ed, edgin, I think? Oh, the, um... Edja? The, the assassins from, like, the dimension-hopping assassins. Yeah, exactly, and there's only one particular way to kill them. And yeah. Like, you have to read his mind and find out how to kill him, and he's like, I can't, I'm too scared. And <laughs> just throws him in an alley, he's like, consider this character building! <laughs> Lucifer, no! <laughs> yes. That's also you meet uh, Bob the Freebooter. Oh, yeah. um, Yeah. That dude. (laughs) Uh, um, Let's see. Oh, um, uh, God, how do you say this name? Um, Morrigan? Yeah. Who is the half-elf, half-troll? Oh, yes, that's right. Lady? super evil. Yeah, who kidnaps (laughs) Wisp. Yeah. And she captures Jace. Yeah, puts like a gross bug thing in him oh yeah the gross thing in his chest yeah. and like poor mm-hmm. wisp is like he's got this metal thing on his head he basically takes the lowest lane from super dickery approach and puts like they, they put like his head in a box yeah yeah so he can't read anyone's mind that way uh, well i mean but it's, it's sad and then yeah and then chase yeah. is like the gross bug in him that makes yeah. him like under her control and yep 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 Lucifer has to come storming in to save everyone. That's how it's got to go. That's how it goes. Um, now, he gets involved with another another elf as well. Uh, I, Lily, I think, right? Let Lynn. Lynn, right. Lin, oh, this, okay, this is kind of hilarious to me, too. Yeah. So, yeah, so we run into Lynn, who's a yeah. thief. He yes. thinks she's a boy. Yes. Um, she's got really short hair. She wears kind of baggy clothes. And she's like, uh-huh. oh, my God, you're Lucifer. You're the greatest. You know, I want you. You know, I want to hang out with you and you can train yeah. me. And he's like, listen, dude, I don't have time for this. <laughs> but she, you know, she tags along with him a bunch. Yeah. And she kind of never corrects this assumption that he has that she's a boy. Yes, that is true. So the. Okay, I'm trying to sort this out in my head. Yeah. They go to this, again, like magic stronghold. They run into Misha. Yeah. Again. Yes. Who's not dead. Yeah, and she's she's got kind of a chip on her shoulder. Yeah. Um Tenth managed to save her life. Yeah. Um, and she you know, they do they fight her. But what's hilarious to me is, you know, so Lynn gets laid out in a fight, right? And she's like yeah. her baggy shirt, like overshirt comes off yeah. and lucifer's like oh my god she turned she got you too she turned you into a lady <laughs> and he's like don't worry dude like it wears off after a little bit <laughs> and lynn's just like yeah yeah go oh, oh boy turned into a lady mm-hmm. yeah um poor lynn though um yeah it's very very sweet and naive yeah uh, she's got a giant dumb crush <laughs> on Lucifer. Yeah. Um, hyena gives her a really hard time about it. Yes, yes, she does. Uh, right. Because hyena, like, she still is an evil sorceress. Like, you do yeah, have to realize she is. Um, 
It's like if, like, Conan married, like, a Sedite priestess or something. <laughs> it basically would be the same. Basically. Um, we get, like, a weird, like, glimpse at the future. Mm-hmm. With him and Len, like, they're married. Yeah. They have a daughter. Her name is Emily. Yeah. And I was like, oh, my God, what is this? <laughs> um, but, you know, things have settled down there's a yeah. calm, you know, he's actually kind of happy. Yeah. Unfortunately, this is when <laughs> Mr. Hayes died. Yeah, it's, <sighs> it's true. It it does end on a cliffhanger and that is that is super sad. Um, yeah. Yeah. You know, but I I don't know how I would feel if somebody else took it over though. You know, because I mean, I mean it would depend on how they did it. I think it would also depend on, like, heavily on, like, how much of Drew's material they had to work with. Mm-hmm. Because Lucifer especially seems like a character that really is ingrained in mostly his head and not on paper. Yeah, I think, well, a lot of these characters, too, and, like, the themes and the yeah. tone of the book right. can go really, really askew. Yeah. If it's not handled correctly. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Um, Like we keep saying, I mean, this is a very violent, very TNA-heavy book. But there is a heart to it, and I think it would be easy... Yeah, there's a lot of heart to it. ...for another writer to come in and not get that heart. Yeah. So you're left with just violent TNA. Yeah, exactly. You know, and... And be like, okay, that's not Poison Elves, though. Like, Yeah, what what really, I think, kind of drove that point home to me is there's a, there's a particular issue that's called sex and violence, mm-hmm. right? It has no dialogue whatsoever. Oh, it's yeah, wait. It's just literally, it's just uh, Cassandra and Lucifer, like, basically... They're having sex, and mm-hmm. then in the background, it's each one of their kills as they're working for Sanctuary. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. That was a good issue. I like that. Yeah, and it really kind of drives that message home. But it, And, like, it should just be, like, it's it's so strange because mm-hmm. it really is just that. It literally is sex and violence. Yeah. But, like, you get the way that it's approached and the way that the art is done, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. you really get... Like how close, uh, uh, you know, Lucifer is to her, yeah, and like you know all the you know the little like nuances. It, it's amazing. It's an absolutely amazing issue. It really sums up Poison Elves very nicely. Yeah, no, that that was a good one. That was a good one. Yeah, that was one uh, of my favorites. Yeah, I don't know. It's like I mean, you get it with like with his friendship with Jace. Yeah, and how I don't like antagonistic they are towards each other. Yeah, they they fight literally all the time. I mean, it's all the time. They are always at each other's throats. Yeah. But at the end of the day, I mean, even when Lucifer is like, you know, really tempted to just, you know, he's going to fuck off. Yeah. Um, And Parent Hacken is like, yeah, this is what you do. You yeah. leave before people right. can get too close and hurt you. He's like, <laughs> right. you know, uncomfortable truths, please, though. No. Yes. But at the end of the day, I mean, they have each other's backs. They do. I mean, especially Jace does. And considering that Lucifer gives him, like, almost no reason. Yeah. I I mean, he very much could have just let him be tortured by the blood guard. 
Oh, yeah, absolutely. You know, be he's, you know, he's a cop. He's got this. I mean, obviously, Lucifer's done all these terrible things. Yeah. You know, obviously, they need to know where Sanctuary is. And if this is the way to do it, then this is the way it is. But it's like, no, it's like, that's his friend. Yeah. And at the end of the day, he was like, no, like, you know, this is the guy I've been looking for. He's my friend. Mm-hmm. And that's why he saves him. Yeah. It's like, you know, we're busting out, dude. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. Busting out. Man. Um, so in closing, mm-hmm. I think, um, if you've never read Poison Elves and you like elves and you like poison. Yes. Um, the 80s band or the actual literal poison. Um, <laughs> I think you should definitely give it a try. I think so, too. Um, I will add a Emily modern comic book reader caveat to this. <laughs> okay. Um, it is very 90s. Yes, it is super 90s. Super 90s. And I don't mean that just like in the too edgy for you or like the 90s references. Yeah. The world was a different place in the 90s. Yeah, absolutely. Um, There's some kind of racist moments in this book. Uh, <laughs> yes, with his, his Asian uh, uh, martial arts. Mr. Story. Moto. I... I I laughed the entire way through. I mean, it it was. I'm not gonna lie. So did I. But I was just like, oh, Drew. Like, I know you're doing this for laughs. Yeah. But it's also kind of racist. Yeah, it's. it's and then true. you have um. Ch- oh God, Ch- Chamba. Oh yeah, uh, yeah. The I, one, uh, the one black dude. Yeah, it's true. Who they meet? Uh, he's locked up by the elves. Yeah. Also, a little. Yeah, a little bit, a little bit, a little, a racist, little kind of racy, a there. kind of racist. Um, so I mean, there's that. There's also the weird, weird um, again dichotomy of his female characters. Yeah, that if they're not being absolutely victimized, yeah, like horror movie victimized, right. right. They're actually, like, really well-written, like, actual strong female characters. Yeah, it's true. Their motivations are, are pretty clear, usually. You it's know, not, they like, are their wishy-washy. own... Yeah, they're their own characters. Nobody's sitting around waiting. Yeah. I mean, even the one girl that they do rescue from the troll. Yeah. Even though she is literally waiting for someone to rescue her. <laughs> I mean, she does have agency after, the, you know, after they do yeah. kill the troll, you know, and she does... Eventually part ways with Lucifer and Jace because she can't take it anymore. Yeah, well, I mean, not many people could. You know, so you have that. But then on the other hand, there's like Beth. Yeah. Girl, Lucifer's girlfriend that he shoots and kills. Yeah. You know, so there's like kind of that weird mixed if, if message. I mean, look, if you're uncomfortable with violence towards women, maybe not the best comic for you. Yeah, I mean, that's that's just... I feel like this is a book, like, I should put that disclaimer on it. Um, yeah, I, I... I liked I, this book a lot. Yeah. Um, But it, I think it's also very much a, your mileage will probably vary. Yeah, I mean, the, that's kind of how it is with indie comics, you know? You, you gotta kind of make what what you... Well, you, with You're any, gonna draw your own inferences from it, basically. You know, well, any comic. Yeah. To be perfectly honest, from, from just about any decade. I mean... Yeah. There's the good with the bad. Um, yeah, that's that's the bad. I just think that the good in this case I, outweighs the bad. Same here, same here. Yeah. And I don't 
know that what he like the bad that he did that uh-huh. it came from like a truly like no a, not a, like a truly like malevolent malevolent yeah it place. wasn't like you know like he wasn't like a like gonna vote for trump let's say you know i mean it, it's like you you can kind of tell again like i think you know he did it you know it's played for laughs you know yeah. eh, maybe in the year 2016 you really shouldn't do that yeah it's, it's I, true you eh, shouldn't be doing it in the year like 96 either but yeah but again 20 is... years ago it was a different yeah yeah it, it was a different climate and, you know yeah you got away with different things that maybe you shouldn't have been able to get away with anyway sure um, that that's my my Emily disclaimer caveat. Okay, well, um, well, thank you for adding that. I would still recommend this book, just because it is like I keep saying, it's got surprising heart. Depth. Yeah, yeah, it um, does. It's got in- really interesting characters. Lucifer is fantastic. Yeah, he, he is. He is. Um, he, he is the superior elf. To it's got. How dare you? I'm just saying he is. I'm just um, saying it's got really great world building. Because okay. um, they do, I mean, they get into, like, the whole, like, world mythology. They Yeah, they do. Of this place, which is really interesting. Um, and then you, you have Jace, who is the best elf. That's not true. It's true. Oh, my God. Dude, I was so distraught when they cut his hair. <laughs> yes. Like, yes. so... <laughs> Legit. He has beautiful blonde hair. Like long, he does have like like eighties like eighties hair hair metal band hair. It's, like long flowing Thor locks. It's beautiful. Yeah. And then he like it gets chopped off <laughs> in a fight. <laughs> and I, I'm and still so. He ends, <laughs> he ends up with a mullet, yeah. and he's just like Lucifer. Look what they did to my hair. Like. <laughs> It's amazing. And I'm just like, no, Jace. <laughs> Your beautiful hair. Yeah. Also, Lucifer looks a lot like Danzig. And if you know what Danzig looks like, it, it will haunt you. Well, that that is legit one of his influences. Yeah, it's so, there you go. For drawing Lucifer, yeah, with his, yeah, his long black hair. He wears a lot of black, <laughs> a lot of, like, silver goth jewelry. He, he does, he does indeed. Um, His boots, and he wears spurs. He does, but but he doesn't ride a horse, it's so that when he kicks people Yeah, it it's when he lot. kicks people in the face. And he's like, well, I mean, I could always kick a horse too, I guess. And, you know, but I like that, because is like, why are you wearing spurs? You hate horses. And he's like, have you ever roundhouse kicked somebody in the face wearing spurs? <laughs> No, Lucifer, people don't generally do that. He's <laughs> like, well, I mean, I guess I could kick a horse, too. <laughs> <laughs> um, I think he meant roundhouse kick a horse in the face with spurs. Probably. I mean, yeah. you know, with his, his magic infinity gun. He does have a magical infinity gun. That never runs out of bullets. And he's the world's fastest elf. And he has a magic sword. Yes. What he more? does have a magic sword. What more do you want? Yeah, what do you want from us, people? I mean, it's it's a it's a good it's it's a good like underground super fucking cult. Yeah, classic, just nineties indie comic. It'll make you want to buy a T-shirt because I want to wear a Poison Elves T-shirt. I would totally wear a Poison Elves T-shirt. Yeah, Emily, it's time for you to buy me a Poison Elves. T-shirt. Uh, I'm waiting for you to buy me an Elf Quest T-shirt. Okay. If you buy me a, a Poison Elves t-shirt, I will buy you an ElfQuest t-shirt. Uh, I will have to see about 
Poison Elf t-shirts. Okay. And where I can possibly... More, more research is needed. Where I can maybe procure one. I still want... I want action figures. I want Poison Elf action figures. <laughs> I... Well, they actually did... They did commission a statue at They one did. Point. They did. I could probably find it, like, on Etsy or eBay. Oh, it'll probably be a million goddamn dollars, though. I... Uh, maybe? Mm, well, yeah, probably. Yeah. I don't know. I mean, yeah. okay, the other fun thing is, yeah, you see all the super hilarious old 90s ads. Oh, there's so many Dawn ads. Oh, my God. Yeah, so like we said, Sirius Entertainment's, like, flagship comic yeah. was Dawn. Yeah. Which... Good old Dawn. Dawn, goddamn. But there's an ad for the very first Dawn lookalike contest at <laughs> Dragon Con. Oh, man. Back in 1998. Jeez. To think, I was at the third one, I think. Yeah. That, was, that would have been 2000. Yeah, which led us to remember back when Dragon Con was like $45 for the yeah. weekend and hotel rooms were under $100 and yeah, you could get just, one. You just walk up to the desk and you're like, can I have a room for Dragon Con? And they're like, okay. And they're like, Except sure. now it's like, sir, you need to book 18 years in advance. And even then you're not going to get it. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. It's, it's so, I mean, you get, bull like, hockey. hilarious stuff like that. It's ball hoggy is what it is. Ah, it's hogwash. <laughs> um, but, yeah, uh, so that that is probably going to do it, I think, for Fantasy Month. It, it, it's good I that we so. end it on, you know, a, 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 a neat indie comic. It improves our indie cred. Yeah. It's, we're, we're indie, all right? We're I drink so, soy lattes, okay? We're so indie. You don't even know. Yeah. I have a beard sometimes. Yeah. And sometimes I'll even, maybe I'll wear a knit cap in the summertime. Oh. Yeah. I mean, I've got my, got my cool nerd glasses. Yeah. Maybe if you see me on a corner, you're like, is that a lumberjack? And I'm like, no, I don't even know how to cut down a tree. (laughs) Yeah. That's how cool I am, dog. Oh man. I don't, that's too cool for me. (laughs) All right. So, um. This has been Opal City Radio. You can reach us at opalcityradio. Uh, I'm sorry, reach us at opalcityradio at gmail.com. How do emails work, Mike? I <laughs> miracles is how they work. Miracles. <laughs> you can reach us at this phone, at this fax number. Yeah, leave a voicemail. And I really did kind of think about one of the things that got me into podcasting was a fantastic podcast called Oh uh, Yeah, Dude. Mm-hmm. It's fantastic. John Larroquette's son is one of the hosts, by the way. Um, yeah, the guy from Night Court. Um, and they used to have a voicemail that you could call, and they would like respond to voicemails. I thought that'd be super fun, but it would be it'd be biting off of, of John and Seth too much, and I can't do that. I love them. I love no, them too and I don't much. think anyone would actually call us. So that would be so fun, though. Oh my god! No, it's just like a little mailbox that you leave a little message in. No, I mean, Crazy. do people even email us, Michael? Um, no. <laughs> no, they don't. So I don't know that people would call us either. You should email us, though. Yeah, you really should. What's 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 wrong with email you guys? Me, email me some Poison Elves fanfiction, because I've read yes. all three of them. Oh so somebody should write me more. Don't listen to Emily, ever. Don't write do me, that. Write me a Lucifer Jace fanfiction. It. it will only destroy and you in the I end. And I will love you forever. Um... Again, don't don't listen to anything. No, you should says. listen to um, me. But uh, you can go to opalcityradio.blogspot.com. That's where this podcast will be located. Oh, that's the yeah. step that it lives in. 
<laughs> yes, yes, indeed. Um, you can also find us on Facebook, and if you want to send Emily your Twitter version of fan fiction, you can do that on Twitter. Oh my gosh, you guys that. should tweet fan fiction at me. <laughs> Again, I would think there's limited benefit in doing that. Uh, you would get my eternal love, which is the best benefit of all. Dead silence. I know. <laughs> How dare you? Dead air. Um, <laughs> dead air. Uh... So, yeah, that is going to be it from us uh, this week, guys. We will start with a brand new theme. Um, Hopefully it won't take us too long to get it together. Well, Um, we're going to take a week break from themes. Because actually I have a hilarious story arc of a comic that we're going to read. Oh, really? Yes. This Um, has been pretty much Emily is choosing content for us right now. So Yeah. Deal with it. I'm dealing with it. And then... After next week, we're going to dive into a brand new theme, oh, man, which will run so for however long we damn well feel like. Yeah, it's true. I, I kind of I'm kind of digging this theme. But if you don't email us and tell us, because otherwise we're just going to keep doing it. We're just going to keep doing what we want to do. I mean, we're but like, like honest, that would be great if you guys like have a specific comic you'd like us to talk about. Yeah. Or a story arc. Like, yeah. email us. Dude, because. Nobody emails us. So if you email by process of, of literal, you're the, like, you will run unopposed in getting exactly. to control our content. I mean, so we're we just going to have that no choice but yeah. to bow to your demands. <laughs> yes. Powerless to stop you. We, we, it's true. We, like, without Daredevil and Punisher, we. <laughs> <laughs> Um, so yeah, so, um, that's going to be it from us this week, guys, and we will catch you later. Bye, guys. This has been a production of Opal City Radio, now ending its broadcast day.